One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning: The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the war room of the O'Keefe Think Tank, this is Real Spoilers, episode 184. Jeez. Did I get it right? That's it. Okay. Pause for that was like no. <laughs> just pausing to see Why if I was right. You, uh, it was almost like Army of Darkness. Yeah. It was like, Come on, just, just go ahead, just go ahead right now and record one, two, yeah. three. Just do it. Four, and then I can even go. Real spoilers. One, two, three. Clack I said your damn words. <laughs> we'll do it like the time or temperature lady. Yeah. <laughs> this is episode one. Oh. That was the highlight four. of my day when I was younger. I was like, ooh, time and temp. I I that was the highlight of yeah. calling you, time and temp. Good, good, good days, Good days. Rough childhood, Kevin. Wow. <laughs> Comic you, books, wrestling, and the time and temp. Did you live <laughs> under the stairs? <laughs> yes. Like, Me and Harry. You Potter. had stairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's go around the table, and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Dan. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe to us. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us a lot. Uh, also, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. Go there, like the page, share a show. You could join our League of Show Sharers. I read them on the last episode. We won't be doing that again today. <laughs> so, there we go. Or you can join the League of iTunes reviewers. The League of iTunes reviewers. The low iTunes no, I'll, I'll work on that. I'll come yeah. up with something for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, you're our go-to guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll come and up with something. And so, uh, with that... We will dig into Money Monster. Yeah. Joe. Uh, okay. So, what's the name of the guy on uh, Snidely Whiplash? Jim Cramer. I don't know who's that guy. Who's Mad that? Money on CNBC. Okay. So, what this is supposed to be? Yeah, a Clooney, Clooney is doing a parody yeah. of this guy, and it which makes, would have been relevant like ten years ago. That's yeah. what I thought. <laughs> I was like, this is a really weird parody. Mm-hmm. That I feel like isn't like that guy was all Relevant. over the place for a while. It's an airport novel movie. If you were flying into a really bad airport fifteen years <laughs> you were ago, yeah. into on airport, TWA, the movie. yeah, TWA. Right. <laughs> Ozark Airlines. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've seen a good Clooney airport movie. That's true. Yeah, a very good. Clooney yeah. Airport this is movie. not it. No. Uh, I well before we yeah, get, yeah. <laughs> stop agreeing. With yeah. <laughs> so this is so he's doing you know the bell you know buy sell all yeah. that stuff the bells and whistles where he's wearing the stupid it's a top very, hat. But it's an entertaining like 
It's this about, is the part that I hated. It's not entertaining. I wanted to punch him in the face. Well, <laughs> that, that was the point. He was, oh but he was parodying an obnoxious character. That but he was, wasn't that obnoxious. Is the problem? Like, he wasn't well, though. I, I felt I, like he was supposed. Like I, he was. I mean, and he was supposed to be. But I felt like when it didn't e- work. Whenever right. Clooney was supposed to be on air as this character, like. I just felt like he was sleepwalking through it. If you watch Mad Money, that guy is like frothing oh, at the mouth. Only see, only the beginning part was he ever like doing the showy whatever. He, was, part. he would come out and he would dance to some stupid hip hop song. But it He'd didn't have even dancers, really but it, work, though. But it didn't. It didn't work at all. Like yeah. I didn't believe that it this was is what weird this show to see him was like. Dance like that. And yeah, it also, that was it also yeah, the, it was. <laughs> I liked I did like what they were going for with like the quirky like you're thinking this is George Clooney and Jodie Foster like there's some names attached to this so but I then, didn't realize so before we even get into I didn't realize that Jodie Foster even directed this until the very end right well, like, a lot I of had, people I had this, no idea the show go Jodie Foster like, yeah well. now I know who's calling in favors because <laughs> <laughs> it's like not, your answer is why did this get made yeah because yes, Jodie Foster wanted to but uh the the thing She's is to recoup that Elysium money I kind of liked what they were doing with it seemed like it was going to be a really quirky like art house type film with Clooney in it and I was like okay you know this could work if we get something like a Coen Brothers quirky you know that kind of a Clooney in it yeah okay and so when he started oh off, I see what when you're he saying. started <clears throat> off doing the weird like uh, with the dances and everything I'm like this is gonna be a quirky like a weird like serious subject matter but it's gonna be out there like, right I was I, so when you say quirky I automatically think what was the one with uh, Brad Pitt thank you for no, no, that was um, burn after reading. Burn after, after reading. reading. Yeah, like that's. The I don't point. like that either. I feel like I, I don't remember. I feel like but, I like that. But movie. you know, I thought we were going to get something like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm kind of into this. But the problem was, that it's like they couldn't find their their footing because they were doing this. They were trying to be this obnoxious, like, oh, this guy's so out there and you know showy, and he's got these dancers or whatever. But then that ended, and then it was just like a financial show. Like I didn't see him as obnoxious as they were trying to portray. So like the tone just kind of switched once he did his yeah. intro. And, okay, what are they doing <laughs> it was here? Like, you know, he was just trying was to be little... the shock DJ, like the Howard. Howard Stark, Howard Stern version yeah. of like yeah. this guy, yeah, which it's, is something people would do on these TV shows with their buttons and their graphics. Yeah. Like it was obnoxious, you know. But it just it didn't really find its footing on that tone. Because I think it's also getting harder and harder to parody the a, extreme a, nature of media. Yeah, yeah, it's like I mean you're, you're parodying what has become a parody. Well, it's almost yeah. like if, do you watch Veep? Does anybody else watch Veep? I do not. Okay, so Veep is this fantastic show on HBO with Julia Louis Dreyfus, and they've done interviews with them now. Where they're talking to them and they're just like, when you see what's happening in the real political landscape, right. who's uh, the youngest Bluth? Tony Hale. Tony Hale. Tony Hale is, but he's like, I can't believe. Like, it's almost like our writers are writing what is happening. That's Buster Bluth. Right? Yeah, Buster yeah. Bluth. Which, by the way, did you catch the the Bluth stare mobile in the Winter Soldier or in uh, Civil War? No, it's at the it's at the airfield at the airport. Yeah. Seriously, the, yeah, the yeah, blue, yeah. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> the blue stair, stair, stair car. It's there. It's, there, it's the blue stair that's car. Amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, but he's that's just great. kind of like the political landscape right now is something that we would write. Oh, it's yeah. totally a so SNL I, joke. Oh yeah. Like, so what you to, to what you're saying, Tom, is like it's getting almost impossible to parody anything when what's happening in real life. Is, is way the, funnier is, Yeah no you're, you're totally right And so yeah That's the only thing That I thought was jarring Was like I like that Clooney Did seem to be Kind of going for it With those weird moments But it just didn't really work In the setting of the film And then Yeah when it got to The money part I was just like It did feel kind of Sleepwalkish You know like yeah. There was something to it Now there were moments That I really liked Where I thought Clooney did a good job But 
it was just kind of back and forth where I was like, I just don't know there what moments, kind of movie this is. Like, there are moments because I think... I don't that, think they knew what kind of yeah. movie this was. I think they tried. I think they had an idea, and then it changed. I think they had. I think they didn't know if they wanted this to be kind of a dark comedy. Right. Yep. And, and so there were flashes of that. Yeah, and, and that's and what then I mean. And they wanted the, to be yeah. this, this, like, we're going to tell you the truth about how the system works. Yes. And then they pushed out on that. Right. I would they, agree with that. They... they, they, they yeah. Like, would, like, are they? Is this a preachy movie? Is it a dark comedy? Like, that's what I mean with the quirkiness. It just couldn't find its footing on what type of movie it is. I think the concept. I liked the story, and I like it all taking place in in one place. I actually know, liked the, the like a play. The guy, you know? like, I liked that guy, the the other kid that we, he was really good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. Who is that actor? I might need to look it up. If we don't um, know. Who, but also, like, we've seen Clooney and Julia Roberts interact together before, and there is like a there's a definite chemistry between those two. And I do Jack feel, O'Connell. What has he been in? Because he looked familiar, and he was—I thought he was a good actor. Like, I can't think this of what one. He was like, on. it felt off, and I don't know why. Because I mean, you had those the ocean. Yeah. The, those ocean movies are fantastic. I love those. Uh, movies. The second one's a not second one. Get ready second, for the reboot. Uh, this yeah. is, this I one like the little, second one. The second one's a little weird. It's a little. It's it's a little bit of a struggle. Yeah, but I, I like you can tell that they reason, were enjoying their off time a little yes more than their yeah, on time. yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed like I enjoyed them I on enjoyed. screen together. Yeah, and this one just felt a little strange. Well, you know, the, the, this is the thing. Let's let's. So Julia Roberts plays his producer. So, yeah, right. So Sorry. so she's in his ear the bulk of the film, uh, and that's how she communicates with him as they do in television. And I would be interested to know how this movie was actually filmed. Yeah, because. It, you think they weren't together? It feels like we got another yeah, Julia Roberts movie where she's not actually in the damn movie. Yeah, yeah. And I would agree with that. You see them in the same. You see them at the, in the same together. location and at the very f- beginning, at the very end, and then other than that, she's in the room with a bunch of no names. Yeah, and, I would be willing to bet. Uh, there's one time where she's off stage, but I guess that could have even been filmed differently. Like you see them, and I don't know the cameras on both of them, but she's like looking out from the backstage door oh, or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But then again, that could be a different cut. You yeah, know? that's true. That is, that's a good. Maybe that's why it felt so it did, weird. It did feel like that, and I I agree because it didn't. It didn't really ruin it for me, but when I was watching, I'm like, they're never together. She's yeah. always just in his ear yeah. and cuts back and forth. And why would you make a movie with, like, you know, these are still two of the biggest stars in Hollywood. I agree. And then not put them in the same scene. It's because you know what? I think this I, I was a favor for Jodie Foster. I don't think I don't. Julia Roberts has the pull. But you know what? Now that I, I say I, that, and, and then I look at the, the the people who were in the theater with me. Yeah, she does for those. She people. does for those. And for I think if you if you put her in a movie with George Clooney, that's that's worth a crap. Yeah. I think she I think she could still sell some tickets. That's yeah. She could still true. sell some tickets to, you know, 40 and up and it would be, you know, and people like would be 50 like and up. Yeah, and it'd be like, "Oh, that's a big deal. They're together." Like that's, you know, but uh, Yeah, that's true. And that Jack O'Connell is the lead actor from Unbroken. Oh, uh, okay. Is why. Oh, uh, you know, okay. Like yeah, Lee, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Where he carries the piece of wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the wood guy. The wood guy. Yes, that's what everybody remembers from that movie. <laughs> is the piece of wood. Wood. Yeah, he won't drop the wood. No, it's, that's not a joke. People are like Edgar Bergen. It's the Edgar Bergen story. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another old timey rabbit. That's that's really really old timey rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Clooney's doing his thing, and then they apparently this company has lost uh, $800 million in the matter of 24 hours. And, like, I didn't really get. I mean, okay, I get that maybe 
the company is just ambiguous. It doesn't really matter because you get that this is big business screwing over the little guy. Like that's what they're trying because to tell you. you. Have, this movie is written by people that hate business right, that yep. don't understand. Right. So and like, there are certainly reasons to be mad at big business. I'm not trying to be an apologist for big business. <laughs> right. But what, I think what makes this movie so frustrating for me is I like I like it wasn't that long ago that I saw Big Short. Yeah. And right. Big Short was it's, amazing. Yeah. Big Short took incredibly complex issues and boiled it down in a way that like you could really get what's what's going on because you had Margot Robbie in a hot, in a bathtub. Yeah. Like and they would That's they would own win. it. You know. And then it was like oh okay I totally understood what you just said. Right. Thinking. And like this movie did. Wait. Does she get? Naked in that one too Well she's, she's not naked. Oh, She's Bubble just bath. in a bathtub yeah. Yeah. Right. But it's just like What And this one they're I just, would agree so I'm, I'm right company, there with you I'm like What does this company do exactly Like it was just kind of a They don't tell it's, you like, It's lazy screenwriting It, it was They do it was business just, Kevin It's right. lazy it's business. There's this a, is business They trade that they do. They trade This company yeah, They trade businesses And they invest in businesses yeah. and So they are a business That is on the stock. <laughs> yeah. This is a business that's on the stock market, publicly traded, and their job is to buy and sell stocks in micro, like milliseconds. They've got an algorithm. Really quick. Yeah. And so they've outsourced it's an this. algo. That's what the people in the no, industry. Man, yeah, if algos. they said algo one more time. Uh. It was like, what, what, what was that movie where they kept saying the short word where we're just like, is going to punch you? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. But yeah. it's something that really irritated us that they kept well, saying. Well, because it's like I don't short. think do they does anybody actually say algo? Like I feel I mean, I do programming. They're just trying to make fetch happen. I'm not saying they? I work like in a <laughs> yeah. programming. Fetch is that what you said? Yeah. Stop trying to make I mean, that I don't happen. necessarily like work in a code shop, but I've programmed websites yeah. and stuff for fifteen years. I've never heard someone say algo before yeah. in my yeah. life. But it, you well, know. we all everybody says algorithm. Yeah. Nobody I, yeah. says I've, algo. I don't I think even for the, now. Even the kid that designed <laughs> the algorithm didn't call it Algo, yeah. did he? Or did he? I think, think he, did. he did. Okay. He did. Who that kid? To go back to our previous episode, yeah. he's in the reboot of the Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, is he? No, yeah. how about that? Yeah. I knew he looked familiar. For yeah, sure. yeah. So he's actually not a bad actor. It's no, he, yeah. no, I liked him. But anyway, uh, this company buys and sells stocks, so they are their value is just going up and up and up because these little micro transactions are making people a lot of money. But somehow, overnight, there was a glitch in the algo. And it lost $800 million in the company's value. And the uh, CEO goes on the news and he's like, yeah, it was a glitch. Who really never plays it. a good guy? The only time that guy ever played a good guy was in The Wire. It's called typecasting. And that was it. And he was great in The Wire. Yeah. But he was Jigsaw in Punisher Warzone. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I watched the show The Affair on Showtime. Is, he, is that any good? It's okay. Yeah. It's you, you have to, they, it thinks it's very artsy, yeah. And you have to really get past the fact that it's not very artsy, <laughs> and that it's just a sleazy soap Does opera. Does that have Moira Tierney on it? Yes, and then uh, you I can just like Moira Tierney. I do like some yeah. Moira Tierney, but you and then you can just if you can just acknowledge that you're going to accept this as just being a sleazy nighttime soap, then it can be enjoyable, like silk stockings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's not go. Uh, uh, let's not go. Honestly, <laughs> going. Well, Love Seven Nikita. Yeah, USA. Red Shoe Diaries. Someone yeah. watched a lot of USA. Hey, that's what Raw was on. I know. And they would always there put like they would right. put Femme Nikita on after Coming Raw. Up next, <laughs> Nikita. Yeah. Coming up next on, on USA. USA. A little uh, guy in the corner <laughs> that's of the screen. Right, yeah. But uh, anyway, so he loses eight hundred million dollars, and and the CEO is just like, eh, it was a glitch, and so everyone is no one knows what's going on. But the thing is, like, people don't necessarily seem that outraged by it 
Except for one person <laughs> This one guy Yeah it's just one guy Who's mad about this it This one, one guy, guy Is very mad So He uh, will speak truth to power he, yes. Yeah So on Money Monster Money Monster uh, Not Money Ball he, Yeah I was thinking <laughs> Mad Money But on Money Monster Clooney's character Starts the show And you know He's doing his thing And there's always These like zany gimmicks That he does for ratings You know It's that kind of Ugh, Golly You know It is like the more The zoo crew of Yeah TV shows <laughs> the, and Meanwhile while he's doing his show A delivery guy comes in And of course The lazy guy's eating a donut well, yeah, And drinking a say like, like the security guys you are, are just, you are at a tv studio yeah and like the dude walks in with two boxes and there's a security dude who like is the he's most like stereotypical eating a donut and drinking a coffee watching tv and he's, he's like, like what hey, happened to mikey or they whatever. finally fire that guy yeah. hey, hey, hey. And, and then, then he keeps like, walking walks he's like in. hey and then he's never the count too that's i didn't tell you that it's <laughs> yeah. the count from sesame but he never <laughs> tries to go after him like <laughs> oh, yeah. so he ends up on stage yeah, like, there's no there's no checking in there's no signing no. anything no. just walks I've into been a tv and radio stations as there's, a, there's a sign in forever there's a metal detector there's all kinds of stuff because of stuff like this exactly so julia roberts sees him on camera and she tells the cameraman hey zoom in on this guy what is this well, she and thinks she, she thinks, thinks it's part of his zany. yeah because yeah. Uh, Clooney has a, a knack for going off script right. and doing apparently he's done stuff like this before but you really have to read between the lines to pick that right. up right. like it's like you know that that he you know he doesn't stay on script and yeah. Sacagawea you know. Tom yeah and that's why yeah. that's why the security guy when they end up calling him he's like huh, yeah oh that's a good one or whatever and they're like no this is for real yeah, he's like turn on the tv everyone <laughs> thinks that this is just part of his thing so the guy ends up putting the boxes down and pulls a gun on Clooney and so uh, at first Clooney thinks that like his producers are running on it right. but then you find out he's not and he says open the box and, and he goes what's in the box yeah, what's in the box I was like please don't make that well, I was waiting like, for it yeah don't don't reference a better movie <laughs> so uh, he ends up uh, so in other words don't reference a movie <laughs> Uh, So so before we like I enjoy like I Didn't hate this movie I liked it I enjoyed it too I I think there were some things weird about it but I really Liked the idea I really like how it was Like a play where you know like a one Yeah I also think I think think what it Comes down to is I I like George Clooney a lot like I think he's a fantastic Actor and I just think when he's on screen Even when he's not Doing his best I still Enjoy him I, as an actor, I thought like Clooney's performance was a little. I, I can see even, like well, even in uh, Tomorrowland. Like I yeah. liked him in Tomorrowland. And he was not the problem. With no. Tomorrowland. Like no. you know, even when I don't. I mean, I will say I don't know. I don't know that I've ever seen a George Clooney movie where I felt like George Clooney was the problem. Batman and Robin. No, I don't Clooney's think he's not. Clooney's not the problem. No, been, I don't think been a, a, that should have been a great. Yeah, Batman. He been, he's a great Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. He's a great yeah. Bruce Wayne. He is yeah. Bruce Wayne. Right, right. He's a at real that, life at that Bruce time, Wayne. He was absolutely Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. No, but um, but no, there was something a little off about that show performance in the tone of the movie. But I really like the concept. Basically, he opens up the box and it's a bomb vest, and the uh, assailant, this Jacko. Got Jack O'Connell. <laughs> if he wanted to wear a bomb b- vest, he should have just strapped a script to this movie to his chest. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jack O'Connell plays this guy that basically we find out has lost sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, and I following like, the tip to to buy Clooney on his show like a month back said this is safer than your savings account. Yeah, giving a shout out to so, Darwin Cook, rest in peace. He did that the Parker books. And in that for the hunter, he's only after like forty seven thousand dollars. And in that Mel Gibson movie, uh, payback, 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 yeah, paychecks on the, the that's Ben Affleck. Affleck yeah. That's a very very specific title. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he uh, like James Coburn is like just whatever you want. He's like I just won forty seven thousand yeah. dollars, and he's like 
Forty-seven thousand yeah. dollars. Like this is, and he shoots the alligator luggage. Yeah. He's that's like, just, that's mean, just mean, man. Oh, that's a great movie. So, yeah. so the kid. We talk about that. No, damn it. So the kid. Can we talk about the movie that it's a remake of? It's even better. It's even, no, it is even better. Yet. With like has like legit women beating in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, so okay, but say, why do you sound so excited <laughs> about that? Because they don't do it anymore. Like you can't, you can't put that on. You can't put that in movies anymore. Yeah, it's not okay. Okay, so anyway, hold on. That's so, what I'm saying. Like, you, it's not okay to like. He beats the crap out of a woman. It's just like, yeah, man, whatever. You can't do that anymore. Okay. You know, it's funny to me. Things Trump can't do for anymore. Prez. Trump for yeah, No. I, I was trying to explain <laughs> to my, my oldest son. He's 16 now. So I can finally tell him about things or watch things with him that I couldn't used to. And if, That's you know, cool. Green even slime if I'm porn. On, even if I'm on the fence, I'm like, I haven't seen his browser history. He'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, That's why he lost his phone. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Ding. And so, but so I was trying to explain to him that, no, there was a time when Eddie Murphy was funny. And he was like, <laughs> and he was like, well, why don't we see that anymore? And I was like, oh, because it was funny. But by today's standards, it's yeah, pretty it's, offensive. Yep. Like, it's pretty, like, there's a lot of like. It's really. Yeah. And which so, is a shame. Like that, you. The, I feel like that's a lot. Like it's lost. Well, I agree. It is I so agree funny. because we'll never see Blazing Saddles again. You know, we'll never see a movie like that. You will never. And see that a movie is one like of the funniest and, movies in history. Yeah. And, well, and uh, what do you say? So the thing with Blazing Saddles is, I mean, a lot of that is coming from Richard Pryor. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Right. Um, totally. It's that exactly that same yeah. kind of which Medi Murphy was. And so it was, but it is. It is one of those things. I think the closest we get to that is is. Um, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah, I yeah, know. I would agree yeah, with they that. Probably for sure, they skate the closest. Yeah, I agree that, with that too. You know, sort of. Do you uh, think worldwide political incorrectness? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's because it's earned for them? Like, do you think a new comedy? I think not coming and do something I like that right su- off the bat, being mostly supported because sometimes Comedy Central will will pull back a little bit, but oh. being mostly supported and also the fact that like they just keep going and not they it doesn't you know they don't flinch. Yeah, and, yeah, they don't. And they move so they don't fast. back down. That's true. They knock out a show in three days. Yeah, yeah. and no, I, I, Which is incredible. I, I agree, one hundred percent. It's earned because, yeah, sure, they started off raunchy, but they did not start off doing the things they do now. No, and no. they have been Comedy Central's money maker twenty years, and yeah. uh, they, really they've earned it. Twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, isn't that I crazy? I remember watching yeah. a bootleg. At, when I was at the point yeah. of the the like the eight minute the short, the Spirit of Christmas short, wow, that they made. you saw the, yeah. that on VHS, yeah, was terrible quality. Tracy Wilde had a copy, yep. and it was really? so funny. And then like a year later, they were like, "This is on Comedy Central," and we're like, "What? That's yeah. awesome. wow." That's crazy. So, yeah, they yeah. definitely have earned it. But you know, yeah, that's the that is the thing that I miss. Like when I go back and I watch a Mel Brooks film and how good they are, yeah. and and people that are ignorant to them will say, "Oh, that's so offensive and, and racist." And it's like, no, they are making fun of the racist yeah, it's people. The old, it's and the old yes. Smith thing, where it's yeah. like, well, Eddie because, Murphy wasn't. No, yeah, no, no Eddie Murphy. Murphy wasn't. But I mean, like, yeah. but Blazing Saddles type humor. They weren't yes. saying being racist was good, and you know, slaves no. are good or anything like that. Like. They're making fun of those. Well, it's like when the when the well, idiot when the argument comes out of the idiot character's mouth, all the yeah. dumb it, negates, well, yeah. it negates the argument. In Blazing Saddles, all you got to do is watch you know the 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 ranch hand start singing Camptown Ladies, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and everybody's watching them like, look at these yokels. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it does everything everything you need to know about you know where they stand and right. where the irony is is right there in the scene. Yeah, you nobody know. nobody can do irony anymore. But no. political correctness has killed a lot of mainstream humor. I mean, I know on the internet everything exists. Well, it, all and you go, can't, it all turns to toilet humor. 
Like that's that's yeah. the safest thing you can do. But yeah, now the be, mainstream yeah. yeah is stupid Adam Sandler bad movies toilet humor, and right. it's not smart. It's not making a statement like right. those movies were, and so it's a shame. But yeah, there were a lot of dumb movies back then too. Let's not care. No, there were. There but, were. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it, but long and short is so I sat there and watched Delirious on YouTube with wow. my sixteen year old. So how'd that go? I'm, I'm if my ex-wife listens to this podcast it'll probably come up on our next custody battle but <laughs> but uh um but no he was just like you know and, and it was funny because like so much of it is but you know i'm like hey norton yeah 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 and i bend over yeah <laughs> like you know he was just like he was laughing but he was just like whoa he was, uh, and i was like, like yeah. doing, doing the side eye like yeah and he was like and this is why you don't hear eddie murphy stand up <laughs> anymore is because by today's standards yeah like no one would would tolerate no. that but right. it's true. But and but it was funny because as filthy as he was, it was also interesting how much of it. Looking back, because when I was listening to lyrics, I was I was like I was doing the math in my head of how old I was, and I was yeah. listening to that, and I was like, holy crap! I was listening to this when I was like twelve. Uh, so really? Mine, mine, yeah. was, mine was Robin Williams at the, at, at the Met. Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe it was Carnegie. Those Robin Williams stand-ups yeah. were not like I had that stuff. As I had that on tape. Yeah, and it was like I was way too young. Wasn't that amazing when you're like, oh, he's in Jumanji I, and whatever, I, and then you watch his stand up. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, what? I just remember like Bob Saget. They yeah. let us. Yeah. you could bring in uh, records to to <laughs> great. This is grade school, and I remember play them on, um, on, on listening to uh, Sister Mary Holy Water. Oh, or Sister Mary Elephant from Cheech and Chong. Yeah, playing Cheech and Chong records. <laughs> In grade school, wow! <laughs> and I had that on tape. No My indeed. old man had that like a, on a cassette. I don't know. Yeah, on one side he had Monty Python, yeah. and on the flip side he had Cheech and Chong. Oh, I was like eight. <laughs> Were they playing it on the thing that you crank with the horn coming off yeah. of it? Let's make a dope yes. deal. That's the one that yeah. I had. Yeah, oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. So, <laughs> so back to this movie. Yeah. So anyway, he, uh, he his mother passed away, and his inheritance was sixty thousand dollars. And based on the the tip of George Clooney's character, he invested it all in this company. Well, would he was part of that eight hundred million they lost overnight? Lost all the sixty thousand dollars. So that's why he uh, is holding a gun to Clooney's head. Now, on this episode, the CEO of that company, Ibis, was supposed to be a guest, and of course, with all this stuff going on, he's off doing some. Some sketchy dealings out of the country. No one can He's find him. He's disappeared. He's supposed yeah. to be in Switzerland, you know, whatever. But there's obviously more to that story, as we find out. The other box was a bomb vest for Ibis as well. So anyway, the whole thing is he's like, you know, I, I hated I, the name of the company. I did Ibis. too. I B I S. It was like ISIS had irritable bowel <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah. <laughs> also explains why this movie so. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so basically, the whole thing was they're trying. You know, the police get called in, and you know they're kind of set up outside of the station because he says no. He locks everything in. No one gets in. No one gets out. They were able to sneak some of the crew out of there. They but, clear uh, out the building. They get everybody. Yeah, like, the only people that's a few cameramen. Yeah, so that you know the guy that with the long hair and the ponytail that you see with the goatee yeah. that's Shannon Elizabeth's husband. ex-husband oh ex- ex-husband they, yeah. oh yeah because he was in Jay and Silent Bob he was in Jay and Silent Bob and I think he was also in one of the American Pie movies I think okay. he was in the second American Pie yeah. movie yeah but, but yeah like it's the only ways I remember that guy I was like <laughs> you were married to one of the hottest women in the world at one point it, which was so weird when you see him you're just like huh okay, yeah must yeah. be funny <laughs> rich no. huge wiener Wow. Uh, so uh, they clear out the station. <laughs> to no? <laughs> I don't know. So Julia Roberts is still there directing. Uh, there's a couple of people doing sound and then a couple cameramen. And so basically, he's like, you know, I want to find out what happened. And, and Clooney's character is like, how much was it? How much did you lose? 60000 He's like, I will write you a check right now. We can figure this out. 
and this guy's like it's too late i'm here i didn't i knew when i came in that i wasn't leaving and so you're basically he wants answers so that's also in like typical news like a big business fat not typical but in in my opinion they're just they're throwing out buzzwords and terms and they're not giving yeah. the guy any real information and they're, right so they're guy reading off, like this movie kind of like okay. this movie yeah i i i can definitely see what tom didn't like was the political agenda of the movie and obviously I, it's not the political agenda of the movie it's that it didn't it didn't well, do it well and it didn't have the balls to commit yeah. as we will see if I were, if I had told you a year ago, there are two movies coming out that are supposed to really stick it to and explain the problems with our financial system. One of them stars George Clooney and Julia Roberts mm-hmm. and is written and or is directed by Ju- by Jodie Foster, and the other was from the guy who made Anchorman. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what a, a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. And which one do you think is going to yeah. be better? But yeah, like these are smart people that can make right. that can do a better job. Sure. Right, and and I just felt. Like that ultimately Maybe they're not as smart as we Think they are or they think think There are and 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 I just And I felt like it just it got Really lazy when it didn't need To be especially given the Caliber of of people involved No I I agree and I I, it's Not necessarily even the message like what I mean is Yeah they didn't do that great of a job trying To stick it to the man and like I can tell Jodie Foster was obviously trying to make a statement With this movie but I was entertained By just the the way the movie was made The the acting I was I was entertained By I just like the concept Of the movie like not the The big business story necessarily but i really liked the way that it was so contained and the way that you know they were feeding him stuff through the earpiece like it was just a a very unique type of movie and i can name two movies that do it better yeah instantly yeah and, and couldn't and i won't because one of them is damn video <laughs> okay. recovery but um but uh um but like this movie is is very similar to to two okay. movies from yes, the same from the I'll same interested to, from the seventies that are directed by the same dude, no less. Yeah. Okay. Jodie Foster agree. before she was went through the change. What's that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You just said. I mean, this is directed by Jodie Foster. Yeah. You said two movies directed by the same. No, dude. I said. Well, I said two movies from the seventies. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> um, kidding. Um, Jodie but yeah, Foster she, was uh, like sixteen or like I don't know, a child she, in the seventies. Let's get together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that wasn't Jodie Foster, was it? Wasn't she the one in the Parent Trap? No, she wasn't the parent trap. She was in Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, that was, I don't remember any singing. They don't in Freaky switch Friday. in Freaky Friday. Okay. They switched the, the yeah. They, no, they don't sing in that movie. Parent trap is the twins. Yeah, but Freaky Friday is where the mom becomes the daughter, daughter becomes the mom. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, both starring Lindsay and they, Lohan, and they all both remakes starring yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Haley Mills. Haley Mills. That's who. Yeah, Haley Mills. Yeah. Who that I was thinking. Was, that, I was yeah. like the gal from the first season of Saved by the Bell. She was the teacher on the first season. Oh, was she? Yeah. See, when it was called something else. So um, anyway, uh, so he's holding them at gunpoint, and uh, it, it basically they're trying to get answers. So they speak to his right hand woman. Her name is Diane Lester in the movie. Who I liked her as well. Didn't yeah, heard that she was attractive. Yeah, I liked I liked her performance too. Um, I mean, there are some decent actors in this. So movie what happens sure. is, is like the guy takes over the studio, and Diane Lester's like, I gotta go. Yeah, because like, she's on. It's like she, I'm out. They no, couldn't, no, they couldn't find Ibis, so they were gonna talk to her, who's his like, Ibis, COO. Ibis is not. It's the name of the company, not the guy's name. Well, I, isn't his name? It's like Dominic. No, his real name is Dominic something. Oh, Dominic or Walt Canby. Yeah. Well, I, I just he's the CEO of Ibis. Whatever. <laughs> they can't talk to Ibis. I'm oh, sorry. So. I'm talking about Mr. Ibis himself, CEO. I'm looking for Walt Joe Canby. Nabisco. <laughs> is he around here? Wait, there's not really anyone named Beatrice. Yeah. Oh, to hell with it. 
<laughs> Dear, you guys probably don't remember that when all of a sudden, and what was it in the late eighties, early nineties? Beatrice was the company that owned like a bunch of food products. Oh yeah, and all of a sudden, every commercial started ending with like "ding." We're Beatrice. I don't remember Ooh. that. And it was like all of a sudden it was on like it felt like it was on about seventy percent of the commercials you <laughs> saw. That mean? It was like we're Beatrice. And I'm like, this is starting to sound like a threat. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, are you gonna take overthrow the government? Or I've right? seen this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so uh she wants to talk to Mr. Ibis. Yeah, Mr. Ibis. But uh, he's out gallivanting Ibis about in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ibis, Ibis and Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> he's out gallivanting about in his private jet. No one can find him, supposedly. Because yeah. when he's in the air, he, he, he turns his phone off. He you turns, can't like, find him. Yeah, it's like that was dumb. As soon yeah. as he's in his plane, he turns his phone. Yes, off. Yes, because <laughs> a a financial guru who's making billion dollar deals all day long right. when he's on his plane he wants, turn his wants no communication, especially <laughs> especially on international flights when he'll be unavailable right. for Correct. eight to ten hours at a stretch. <laughs> this makes and the fact that his company just lost eight hundred million dollars, and he goes. Incommunicado. Yeah. Well, go oh, take no. a little break. <laughs> no, well, it had been a couple weeks at that point. <laughs> no, well, it was like a no, week. it was like within the week. But no, but let's let's get to it. Obviously, there's more to this than it seems. I'm he, just saying. Well, there's a reason why he went. He was trying to break communication. So basically, but, but he always does this. This is they they describe right. this as like whenever he's on a plane, he this is what he he's does. A shady bastard. Maybe, but, <laughs> but that he's but he's never reachable when he's on yeah. a plane when there's no reason. No, for that, that is stupid. It's yeah. not. Like this is he isn't doing this just because of what what just happened. Yeah, no, no, no. That that yeah, you're right. That is kind of stupid (laughs) that to say that he always does that for sure. But basically, uh, the COO she kind of senses something's up because another CCO. She's the chief 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 communication officer. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Because the C, I guess the COO, I think was this other guy, whatever, another officer that was the guy who's not Ron Silver. Yeah. <laughs> what is that guy's name? He was in, his, he had his name legally changed to not, not Ron, Ron Silver. Silver. Not Ron Silver. <laughs> oh, I uh, see that guy was in I can only remember him from Time Cop. He was the bad guy in Time. He was the Time Cop that went bad. Dennis Bootsicaris. There it is. Who easy for yeah. you to say. And he is you the, think is Ron Silver. <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> and he is uh, Avery Goodall, the CFO. Sorry. Yeah. So the CFO <laughs> means I went to Google Dennis Bootsicaris and it comes not, up it comes up Dennis Bootsicaris. Ron Silver. <laughs> nice. Wait, is Ron Silver the one in Ron Silver. Time Cop? Ron Silver is no longer with us. See if he's in Time Cop. But he wasn't bad or he's not included. <laughs> I think this is also Dennis Bootsicaris is in um Yeah, because I was like I thought Ron Silver died. And I was watching <laughs> um I was watching Better Call Saul and yeah. and I was like, Huh, I must be wrong. Yeah. Not, apparently I'm no. wrong. But no, it was no, I'm not wrong. I was totally right. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, he he basically is kind of giving her the cold shoulder and like, yeah, no, we'll just don't don't go talk to the media. So something's up with him. And in the next scene, you see him actually texting. Yeah, the he's main texting, guy yeah. who who apparently has all his communications off. So obviously, you know that they're in cahoots and and uh, something's up here. Right. So basically, when she goes and talks to the media against his sorry the. <laughs> He played in the boy who cried bitch. <laughs> Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Bootsicara, like one of his credits. <laughs> he was Oren like, Fell in the boy who cried bitch. Yeah, good. Seriously, good. Look at this guy, dude. Dan. Like yeah. that looks like Ron Silver. Like yeah, that's, I've got Ron you know, Silver on my screen, and I'm looking at Dennis <laughs> Bootsicara. So yeah, no, I I literally thought I was like, I thought he died. Yeah, 
No, and nope. Doron Silver died. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so basically, uh, she goes and talks to this Matt Money Monster show against the CFO's advice, and Julia Roberts is on the phone with her, like before she goes in the air. Well, she's and, also like she's a, she's only reading from her bullet points, right? She's giving the PR spin, which right. she had prepared anyway before the guy came in with the gun, and Julia Roberts is basically like, "This is not the BS that we're looking for. This guy has a bomb in our studio. He's about to blow us all up. You better give him some real answers." And so she starts to get kind of shaken, but like she's like, I'm, I, I don't, we don't know anything. And she goes, like, you, you, say, you say, I don't know one more time. Yeah. So you better. She gets say off the what phone again. Yeah. I dare you. I double dare you. So she gets off the phone with them, and uh, the CFO bitches her out and says, "You're fired." And she's like, "I don't report to you. I report to I report to Ron Silver." Yeah. <laughs> no, she doesn't report to Ron. Oh. Silver. <laughs> what are you even doing here? <laughs> Why is the hologram of Ron Silver? Boy, Dennis Bujakaris had to be so happy when. Ron Silver died. I'm sure he's he like, hey man, I get all those parts. He's like, all this is mine now. And everybody's like, I want a Ron Silver type. That's me. I'm your guy. I'm your dude. <laughs> Just, uh, okay. Uh, you, know, there's, you know, there's another guy out there who's like, Ron Bootsakara. That boots a car Stole my thunder Son of a bitch (laughs) Who's the boy who cried bitch now (laughs) So So she she gets bitched out By not Ron Silver And she's like well I don't report to you And so now she is on a mission to do everything she can To find the real answer She's trying to help them in the studio Yeah they automatically turn into detectives Yeah so she's like get me the name of everyone who we bought algos from No what was the (laughs) What word did they use Where I was like What word I had to google that word To see if it was even real The torque What word did they use For the guys that were like Making the algorithms Programmers No no, They they use Quarms Quants 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 Quants. Quantitative analysis But do they call them quants Or is this another thing That sounds That sounds dirty I feel like we should Use a chicken noise Every time we say quant (laughs) That's our new That's a new sensor We're gonna do that From now on We're gonna We're gonna I'm gonna start calling my I'm gonna start calling my Ex-wife a quant Yeah I will say Tom That's dangerously close (laughs) To another word Yeah And and that word that word up. isn't strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, and it's a term of endearment over a, a it cr- is. across yeah, the pond. Yeah, you can talk to your so, buddies that way. Yeah. I totally, yeah, yeah. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> oh, when I was over there, I was like using it at left and right. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, not, I just gotta. I'm never gonna I, get another. It's chance. just like I can't say bomb in an airport. And I want to say bomb, so now that I'm here, I'm just gotta keep using. Why well, can't I say never bomb take, in an airport? Never take Dan to a deaf comedy jam show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bomb, bomb, bomb. You'll never make it out alive. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, I don't. You as soon as you a, put that 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 regulation or the governor on that me, it's like comes oh, off. As soon as, it, as soon as it's off, oh, you can say governor in England too. That's true. That's right, governor. So, like you're a, like you're a Dickensian street urchin. <laughs> so anyway, murder she wrote goes on a, like a you know a detective yeah, spree yeah, trying to find was... every quant who made a algo. Yeah, I need to find every quant who we apply you know employed for however long to made the algo. So they go through a few different people and they keep cutting back to the guy that well, was not in... even that. Like early in the movie, they cut to this guy in Beijing. They cut to these guys in Russia. They cut to these guys in South Africa. They set it up that there's going to be and I was like. Just from a few different well, these countries. Are, these are all going to play a part. Right. Like, well, what are we doing yeah. here? <laughs> well, they're showing yeah. Chekhov's gun, I guess. Right? Yeah, right. So, uh, so they uh, they keep cutting back to this guy, and he's the guy that was in the Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, you said? yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and uh, he so takes like a uh, like an ice pick to the top of the head. 
I think as they do, as they do in those movies. So, uh, so you, he's kind of like he's got like a, a hooker or something, and, and he's like sitting yeah. on a couch hanging out. And he's got like a hooker passed out. It was next to some drugs or something. Yeah, and, it was the most like it was just racist yeah. representation well, no, you're, no, of Beijing. You're totally, you know that he's like an underground because we all know the we know. all know the computer programmers. <laughs> That's how they crazy live. Rolling, they rolling live like the, they live like GNR <laughs> circa yeah, 1997. Right? Rolling in the vag and coke like that's right. what that yeah that's what yeah. that guy was doing so uh that's a thing i guess cranking out some tasty algos <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they basically they they eventually find me at quant.org <laughs> they eventually get a hold of him and he's on the phone talking to her and he's like this is not i designed this and he's like my algo cannot can we not say that can again? we just say yeah. algorithm yeah that's we can. Well, let's, let's acknowledge just... that they say algo okay, okay. <laughs> and let us never say it again <laughs> okay, okay, okay. it's no longer a thing in this room i right. think <laughs> retired so he, he retired. basically says i program stop saying algo you dirty quant <laughs> <laughs> hey. so uh so he basically says i designed this and there's no way it could lose 800 million dollars well that's all i need to hear <laughs> yeah. that's how this movie works. well fair enough okay, okay. you're just a guy cooked up with this. a dead hooker on the <laughs> yeah. on your futon i I guess well, well, you guess know. Because if, if it can't happen, it can't happen. To be fair, I haven't even been good, with a hooker good today. Good day to you, kind sir. <laughs> to be fair, she wasn't on Skype. She couldn't see the dead hooker or the coke. <laughs> so anyway, he says it can't do this. I didn't program it. There's fingerprints. There, yeah. There's oh. human fingerprints, there's fingerprints all over this. There's these buzzwords that are very, you know, yeah, like we have been naming. So now, now every now they say fingerprints the rest of the movie. Instead of like, there's some funny business. <laughs> Fingerprints. I think they should have said funny business. That would have been, I would have. So, so somebody was uh, reading like the the headlines or reading the Reader's Digest at the airport yes, when yep. they were when they decided to write this and movie had a thesaurus. on their <laughs> flight. <laughs> Across country. Yeah, yeah. See, right. this is why, Dan, it's so important that we do what we can to get Sky Mall back in business. <laughs> yeah. See? Because if this there was a Sky Mall on yeah. a plane, you're going to go through Sky Mall and be like an $800 hot, bug, yeah. hot dog yeah. warmer? Yes. Oh, no, I, want that. That. I want that cake pan that's just the crust. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. It's like a brownie pan that was yeah. like yeah. A all, edges, all edges. All edges. All edges. Yeah. All edges. Like, yeah, see, it's like, a maze. Yeah. It's all if edges. that had happened, Jody Fox would right now have yeah. warm hot dogs and delicious brownies, but instead, <laughs> yeah. we're subjected <laughs> to this. Yeah. Instead to of this movie, her, her 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 D girl or development person decided. That, you know what? I, I read an article while right we were. I was going to say we were waiting D- for you. D girl. That's not what I was I going was with that in my head. Like, oh, yeah, I think Jodie Foster has a, a couple D. I guys. bet she does. That's what I think she has a couple D L girls. I don't think the DL yeah. anymore. No, yeah. it's not. I don't think it's on the DL. No, it's not. No, because no. she said it at a. She didn't say it. Yeah. Well, well she, kinda, she came she out and well said she it. A, yeah. She said everything but it. Yeah. So and then it was like a waka waka waka. Yeah. Right. It was. Wait 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 wait. Was she wearing? <laughs> are you telling me? Are you telling me Fozzie Bear is a lesbian? One hundred percent. That would explain the shoes. He's a bear. What more do you want to know? That should be a gay man. FYI. He's a she. <laughs> yeah. It's 2016. Truth is out now. He was can he, use any bathroom he was, wants at Target, true, yeah. Joe. Was, she, was Jodie Foster wearing like the little derby and the tie? <laughs> yeah. walk, walk, walk. With a chicken yeah. or whatever and a spray bottle and a pie? Uh, no, but anyway. <laughs> I can't believe they canceled that show. 
Yeah. No, that show it was, was floundering. Awesome. It was floundering. I like. They it. didn't know what to do with it. It was yeah. getting better, but Disney it was getting has better. struggled with the Muppets they since they've had. I thought then they rebooted it with the good movies. And they did such a great, and and I I thought Muppets Most Wanted was good too. It I did not well. as good as the original. Yeah, first was but good. First was great. First was great. That, that first second was, was amazing. But I thought the second one was solid. It was yeah. a solid was, second movie. Yeah. Anyway, back to this thing. So the guy, I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna own. I'm gonna go pee again for the second time in this episode, and I'm. I'm not. Uh, I don't even really have to pee all that bad. <laughs> I just. I just don't. I just. Like, by the time I want to hear, just a good, this movie. Just a good excuse for me not to have to talk about. Are we this movie implementing the hour of suck? Yeah, I think we should. Have Sixty minutes. Of suck. I'm trying to get through this damn movie, Joe. Yeah. If you would just love it, uh, just, just wrap so, it up. All right. So, so Dan, you haven't seen this movie. Can you guess who the bad guy is? Who the bad guy is? Yeah. Well, I think it's the guy who's not on his phone. <gasps> Can you say ding, 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 ding. Yeah. It's Ibis. Yeah. It's ah, <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> so anyways, she knows that there's... So, okay, also... He, I mean, like, he's I'm a, sorry. He, is this supposed to be a surprise? Because right now he just sounds like the <laughs> old man. He sounds like the cantankerous old man at the beginning of a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, no, it's exactly yeah, what it is. Exactly. Like, so, ah, what are you guys doing here? It's like, oh, I wonder if he's the bad guy. Yeah, right. So not only are we supposed to realize that he's no, the bad so guy, obvious, but yeah. he's also having an affair. Yeah. With the what's her name? Well, I'm trying to so get, like so just to hate him even yeah. more. He's like he make like he kisses her and he was like I don't know makes a comment about his wife. And it was no, just kind of like a different part well, of, of that. It doesn't matter though. Like we already don't like him, but now we're supposed to like make him make him even worse. Well, and that's and she, what's the one thing we can do? He's right. cheating on his wife. So she basically she knows that there's these fingerprints involved, and then she uh, looks at his passport when he finally his plane lands. She's like, "I'll put your luggage away," and she sneaks into it. <laughs> I did enjoy this scene where like looks the little the, assistant yeah. walks around. She's like, "Ooh, that's cold." Yeah, and she was like, "Go sit in the front." Yeah, if you tell me about this, I'll yeah. kill you. So she sees it on his passport. It says like South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. And so that cuts to there. These uh, there's a uh, workers. Maybe he's just a Dave Matthews fan, <laughs> or, or he's trying to find. <laughs> but you know what? The Charlie's punishment should own. the punishment should be the same. You go to jail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, uh, never mind. So uh, it's a much better band. So she see. So this is where that uh, workers' strike was going on. They were cutting to like this union strike yeah, back so in South Africa. They, they detail this plot where like the the union. The, well. Let's not. All right. Plot. plot. Let's not <laughs> go crazy. Losing, like, rock and roll I, I, I've clothes. yet to hear plot <laughs> really. So, so basically, yeah, so, so basically what it comes down to is the police have this plan to snipe the wireless receiver on the bomb vest that Clooney's wearing. <laughs> I the didn't enjoy this one, too, where they're the, like, what's the chance of him surviving? I'm like, ah, about 80%. Yeah. If we get it, if like, we what's get 80%, 80% what are the chances you make the right shot? 80%. So 80% He's of like, 80%. 80%? This, is, this is awful. The assistant of the TV show overhears the cops talking about this she tells julia roberts julia roberts tells clooney and clooney says they're gonna try to shoot you to get the wireless receiver so he basically then takes kyle the the character that has like whatever ends this movie the quickest (laughs) yeah puts 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 him in front of him to like block the gunshot and they basically go on an adventure they realize that this guy is going to be at uh like the new york stock exchange because the assistant because they're they're going to do like a a meeting there so they're going to be there they walk down what pine or whatever uh, street that they walk down this street yeah. in the in broad daylight as people videotape it on their cell phones, which yeah. I thought was good though because it shows how this is how people are. Oh, if there yeah. was a guy with a bomb vest on like the guy walking like, down the street, there would be people on their cell phones inches away from a bomb. <laughs> I like where to they're put like, it on YouTube. it's not OJ. Like this guy has a bomb strapped yeah. to his chest. Yeah, yeah. but wouldn't people that do line. that and put it on Facebook, oh, gosh, live absolutely. stream it? Yeah, risk getting a bomb just to get a picture of sure. something that tomorrow won't even matter. Like yeah. I did like that statement, yeah. but anyway, there's another statement at the end of the movie that I also really enjoyed. Yeah. Oh, the, what, the, the end, the end. Finn, it was fancy. Yeah, it was Finn. Yeah, it was. But so anyway, so they walk down the street. 
streets. Um, basically, they they end up at the place where Mr. Ibis is. Kyle says, "Hey, this might be a good time to tell you that that uh, bomb vest. There's not really bombs on yeah. it. So well, we're because, also because I'm a good guy, right. so I so could, we're also I can't we're supposed to feel sorry yeah, yeah. now. Well, for we're supposed the to feel sorry for him earlier when they get his mm-hmm. awful girlfriend on there." Hmm. And like tears him apart on live TV where she's. You mean like in Dog Day Afternoon? Like exactly <laughs> in Dog Day Afternoon. Isn't that weird? Except, yeah. Except Surprise. not as good. Yeah. Well, because. Great movie. Yeah. 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 That's what I said. Well, I mean, this movie is very similar to Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. It is. In yeah. a lot of ways, but uh, except for the way they count. except for yeah. the talent, yeah. right? And being entertaining, correct? Yeah. And that enjoyable. is one of my favorite Pacino movies of all time. Oh my god, so, Dog Day Afternoon is just is that Brian De Palma. No, Sydney it's Sydney Lumet. Lumet. Sydney Lumet. Okay, I love yeah, that. Yeah, Dog Day Afternoon. Ooh, man, yeah. that holds so, up. So, so they're walking down the street, and they finally make it to the Unlike newer wherever they six minutes or whatever that other one was that he did. Yeah, so they they finally make it there, and uh, at this point, you know, the Clooney and the kid are kind of teaming up, and like they're. Clooney's in, Robin. No, Clooney's in no danger right at this point so you know he knows that this kid he's trying to help him get answers basically at this point and so uh the kid is like yeah you know what i'm gonna he wants his answers from mr ibis and uh he says you know what here you take the vest off and put it on him and so this guy now is wearing a bomb vest and he basically Backwards. says yeah he's not yeah, putting Clooney's like, i'm gonna do you a favor <laughs> yeah. i did like that part and he puts the receiver behind him right. like, don't turn your back to anyone <laughs> So the kid is basically like at this point, he's like, I don't want your money. You know, everyone's trying to buy him off. He's like, I don't want your money. At this point, I want answers. Admit that you were wrong, that you did something wrong. And the guy basically goes on this rant, which this is like it's Foster trying blah, to make blah, a blah. point that this is all the big business thinks about that. that there's Nobody no, tell me, cared when I was making you yeah, money. Tell, right. Somebody tell, yeah, somebody tell me what I'm doing that's illegal. All I've done, blah, blah, blah. So he goes on his big rant and then the kid has him at gunpoint. He has the bomb trigger and he's like, you tell me right now. Admit that you're wrong. And so he says, "Okay." And you know, so he's well, the, he bad, the, the bad like guy. One, two, three. Yeah. And so, like, so the bad guy, you know, admits his evil doings. Uh, I was wrong. That I was wrong. You know. And so then the kid it was is, Kermit when he did that. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honor yeah, of yeah, the Muppets. So, I thought it was Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, was it was actually uh, what's the other guy's name that sounds just like it? He just died. Oh. Egon. Harold, oh, Harold, Harold Ramis. Ramis. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, then the kid throws the bomb trigger that once he takes his finger off it, it detonates and he's got all these snipers on him. And at this point, you know, Clooney's like, no, don't do it. Cause he started yeah, to feel for dumb. this kid and this gunman, uh, which that's one of the biggest problems I have with this movie is that I don't care if this guy got the right answers or not. Are we supposed to sympathize with a gunman bomber? Yeah. I, that this is the way that, that I, I just thought that was the worst part of the movie. Yeah. I don't feel any sympathy for him. I don't care if he lost sixty thousand dollars. You don't hold people hostage and try to blow them up, like, and then be like, "Oh, by the way, a not, good, a re- not a real bomb vest." Yeah, th- but that's not. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. Undo, I don't. Right. I don't have any sympathy for his character we, at joking, all. We jokingly so. talked about during Keanu, like at the end of Keanu, when uh, uh, he there gets, were he actual gets, he gets arrested. Yeah. yeah, they go to jail. Yeah. Like in this right. one, I was like, I wonder how this is gonna end. Oh. So well, then. <laughs> so he throws the trigger. Clooney's like, no. And then they shoot him eventually, as soon as he drops the trigger. And then the guy, uh, like, yells. He yells, the he yells yeah. and he jumps back, which uh, at the end of the movie <laughs> becomes himself. No, that's James Brown. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. And, uh, and so anyway, the kids. Which actually, I love that meme of, uh, that they've taken of Trump. Where like the eagle attacks him? Oh yeah, and then they they've they've inserted Bernie Sanders like scaring him. And he's like, Argh! like that. I don't know why that one makes me laugh. Or like the one where uh, the, I guess the guy jumps on stage 
and also scares the crap out of Trump, <laughs> and they've also put that with Bernie Sanders, <laughs> where he scares. That just makes me yeah. laugh. So any so anyway, uh, Clooney goes over to him and he's like, "Get medical attention." So you're supposed to feel bad for this kid now because he was just outing the big businessman or whatever. Which you know, what I say BS. It, 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 uh, posing as a terrorist, right? Correct. Exactly. Yeah. That's why posing it doesn't, as a that's terrorist why it doesn't and work. Being a, a an intentional terrorist, <laughs> yeah. still terrorist. Yeah, acts. who's right? Like, he yes. did actually. It's not, it's not like we're in favor. It's not like we like terrorism if you're. Right. Yeah. Right. You know but what? If you're American and you're a terrorist, not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pointing, I just, I just, pointing a gun at you. And he it did doesn't shoot matter someone. if it's loaded or not. The gun was loaded. And he did that person. And he shot an assistant. Oh, so, like, yeah. we yeah. see him shot actually the assistant shoot who's someone. running around with a heart on. Yeah. That yeah. was a funny moment, but the, in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we won't get into that. So, uh, the kid ends up. What's her name from finance? Yeah. The kid ends up dying and, uh, things go back to the way they were. And Which actually, I. So we get to the end of the movie and. Clooney's kind of sitting there in the hospital watching, you know, CNN and all these different C-SPAN, all this different stuff. And like they immediately, as soon as the situation is over, they go to all they, the bars that have been watching the and situation. It's just kind of, and they just start leaving. And the guy starts playing foosball again. Right. Like it shows that like people watch the media, and so yeah, I do yeah. like that point too. Like, they made a couple it. of points that people are just like they're in it for the show. They don't care if they lost eight hundred million, but they care if someone's at gunpoint. The thing's over. They go back to their memes and their yeah. Foosball. Which actually, yeah. Which, that's and how come the Big Short will make more money than this movie? I, because that's a way better movie. Because, I'm just saying, yeah, like everything they're accusing the audience in such low regard. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. all because the things they're accusing so, us of. Here's a, there's a movie that does it better, right? Yeah. And yeah. it and it made more money, which For kind sure. of undermines yeah. their. I mean, there's some truth to what they're saying. Absolutely, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I, I again, that was I, I liked. I liked the way it was filmed. I liked the story, like the way that, you know, Julia Roberts was in the earpiece and they were directing people to do things. Like, I liked the thriller part of it. I didn't Michael like... Jackson wasn't in this movie. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> like the, the statement, the big business thing they were trying to make. Like Tom said, I don't think they did it well. You know, and I don't like the gunman part of it being a hero because he outed big business. He was a terrorist. So there were things I definitely didn't like, but I was entertained by the movie. I, yeah, it, an hour it held my attention yeah. for an hour and a half. It, you know, I... It's nice to see Clooney. Like I just like seeing Clooney on screen. I, I enjoy him as an actor. Um, this is the uh, the first time I remember seeing Julia Roberts in a long time where I wasn't. Yeah, I don't like complete, Julia Roberts. I'm completely annoyed and by I, her, and I wasn't annoyed by her in this one either. Um, for whatever reason. I did enjoy the kid, like the the kid who yeah, was a good you know, actor. Take take away from the fact that he was a you know. Terrorist. Well, he was a good actor. But yeah, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed him. Yeah, like, he was really good. In but it. overall. It's something. It's this is almost like that Jack Ryan movie. Oh, this sounds like well, I'm gonna sort of about the, it. Uh, uh, the lean cuisine equivalent of a uh, modern media thriller. Yeah, I would say like kid cuisine. Kid Ooh, cuisine. Yeah. with the brownie, right? It I love the one with the brownie. Yeah. The applesauce. Was, it, cru- was no. it crust only? Was no. it just uh, <laughs> well, it's a small thing. It no. basically was big yeah. enough to have just. <laughs> that crust. is like the Weight Watchers version. Okay, all right, yeah. all this right. This is like, but you know. they they weren't like Tom said. I think the the thing is, is that they weren't as smart as they thought they were. It isn't as poignant of a point that they were trying to make. Like right. they just didn't execute mm-hmm. their point right. I like the idea of. It's like how Inside Man has a twist, and how like mm-hmm. movies like that. That wasn't your movie, was it? No. no. Okay. Okay. Good. No. It's like I like movies that do things where they take place in one area and there's a thriller a- aspect. Like I like the filming part of Man, it. That's weird. I didn't realize that was a Spike. I mean, the more I think about it, it doesn't even look like a Spike Jones movie. I think that was Spike Spike Lee. Spike Lee. Spike I think movie. that was Quickly. his attempt to be like, hey, look, I can make a mainstream yes. Hollywood and movie. He did that movie doesn't have good. to have politics or yeah. anything. Yeah. It yeah. could that's just a be movie. a good old movie with and a good then, twist. And then he gets yeah. mad about something and uh. stops doing that. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really wish that there are times where. 
actors would just stop with their agendas like that. Like, yeah, he's, be an actor. He's mad wanna, a lot. Wait, wait, who are you talking about? He's a Spike great Lee filmmaker. Oh, yeah. He's a great filmmaker, but then, yeah, he just goes off. What was the last one he did that kind of flopped? Shy that Chirac, Chirac, yeah, yeah. But he was one of the Oscars, you know, boycott the Oscars, oh. and Chris Rock should quit, and you know, and it's like, why I'm sure, do- Chris Rock's like, shut up. No, it's like if you're Chris Rock, you're not going to quit. You're going to use it to make every single joke about as yeah. often as you can because yeah. you're smart enough to do so, it. So that was the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are we, wow. yeah, the movie. You Tom's on Candy Crush right <laughs> now. <laughs> Bubble bomb or whatever. Oh god, yeah, he is on Candy Crush. Candy Crush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that's just kind of rude. So <laughs> I was no, throwing no, stuff. If in. I if I if I could if Tom had uh, room for more on, on his <laughs> on his track two pad over there, I'd be doing it too. <laughs> what the hell? Me and Joe are like, yeah, this movie's pretty entertaining. I, you know, no, I, I, Candy Crush. Okay, be, okay, I was so here. I was an, an active contributor yeah. except when I was peeing. Yeah, <laughs> um, four or five times. Yeah. So uh, here's here's the good version of that movie. Okay. Yeah, and it's actually forty years old from 1976. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Dan, do you have a video recovery for us? I do. Okay. Oh, here's a good movie. Oh, well, thank you. We're going down to <laughs> the salt mines. Yeah, no. Here's 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 Ooh, the, the, I the, about the, the good mines. version of that is, uh, and it, it's from 1976. <laughs> it is a, a movie called Network. Yeah, and that's if you haven't seen flick. this, I mean, it's it's an important movie that still holds not, up. Have you watched it recently? Yeah, I watched it like maybe three or four months ago, and I yeah. watched it with with my wife who had never seen it, and I was like. I remember watching this movie as a right. kid. I remember being amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, but because of its topic, which is about how weird the media can get, yeah. I don't know that it holds up. And it does hold up. Yeah. And it it's almost terrifying. I think it holds, up. I think it holds, it holds up because today, yeah, it's sort of like, today. you know, it how was, prescient. Yeah. This like film back, was. like back when this movie, uh, you know, came out, it was sort of like, I mean, there were no, there was no cable. Right. It was just the big networks. Um, it was about network power, and it's uh, basically a story of uh, uh, an anchor, Howard Beale, who's uh, suffering from declining uh, ratings, and um, you know he finds out he's got like two weeks left on the air, and he decides to um, take the system to task. He says he's going to commit suicide, and and then they notice his ratings go All up. I could think of it like was from the Howling. Like, yeah, I'm going to show you something. And, yeah, and then he. Um, and then the the fam- I mean a lot of people know it just from the speech of uh, I'm I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore and also the fact that uh, it was Peter Finch and he he got the best uh, I, uh, I think he got the Oscar for this but it was post you know like it was after like yeah I think de- he yeah. died uh, after, right after this movie um, it, did Ned Beatty get he was up, great. Was in this he movie. up for Ned this? Ned Beatty, Robert Duvall, Faye Dunaway. Best, I mean, it's, I think he was nominated for best, best supporting, supporting actor. Because honestly, Ned so Beatty, good. you see him, but you really, he really yeah. only has like one scene. Yeah. It's all it but takes. Sweet baby Jesus. But he's yeah. the one that gives the big speech. The, in this, that right? speech when he's like, "Yeah, yeah you're you're gonna, gonna do you it. are what disturbing the forces of nature or whatever." Yeah. And yeah. it's like that speech is yeah. like, "Yeah, I feel so bad." That's right, Mister Luton. Yeah, this is what happens when Patty Chayefsky writes a movie. Unlike the one we just reviewed. So um, no, I mean this is a, an amazing movie that do, that does sort of shine a light on um, media and the impact and, and sort of like the the circus that surrounds it and in a way that I mean forty years later it's still it's holds creepy up. it's creepy it's how creepy. much it holds up and it holds up and it's just it's just funny because you know. Like you, they can't just like open up, you know. They can't open up a book or even like look back, you know, and scroll through like their browsing history or look back <laughs> at, at earlier ways to do something better, right? Yeah, 
you know, and, and especially that because in this movie, and I avoided talking about because I knew it was your video recovery. But but this movie was to me was such it was Dog Day Afternoon meets Network, yes. which are two great movies. Uh, oddly enough, by the same director. Yes, and it was just like. Why, why isn't this better especially given yeah. the caliber of talent involved there's no reason for it and and i think that's why i, I have such anger for the movie yes. is that well you know when we see project almanac and it's bad i expect the people from project almanac right. to make yeah, a bad you don't movie expect, you, like they're newcomers that haven't done a whole lot so when all of a sudden you get a chronicle instead of a like, project almanac you're like hey let's right. and then we do nothing else right. after that. but <laughs> but when you're talking you know three of the biggest right. names in, in hollywood with with Long track records of success that know how to make good movies that know how to su- surround themselves with yeah. people that can make good movies and and can pretty much do whatever they want at this point in their career for them to turn in a movie that this half baked is yep. just yeah. kind of insulting and, yeah, and I would agree and, and that's that's why I I, ha- I had ultimately like zero patience for this film this makes me that. actually um, appreciate Adam McKay even more yeah yeah. Yep. So good on him. Because yeah, because I mean that movie had no right to be no. as good as I mean I know I had the screener of it sitting sitting on my nightstand for quite some time before I finally was like, oh, okay. did you think it was like whatever? Yeah. I was just like, eh. yeah. and I thought it was going like, to be uh, preachy, and it was, and it was preachy. But I will I will say though, it helped that a lot of what it was preaching was stuff I already kind of agreed with that right I've on. been saying for a right. long time had been. It, you know, had been a problem, but and, uh, everybody is invested in that movie. I mean, they're, you know, they're not slumming it. They're, right. The script's not slumming it. The directing's not slumming it. The acting. I mean, it's there's nothing about that movie is like uh, it's not our tourism in any way. But I mean, like Christian Bale, he's not slumming it. Anybody no. in that movie, they're not. I mean, it's, it's a Carell. solid. Steve Carell's not doing his thing. No. Yeah. yeah. And it just shows that, like, okay, well, so very similar, obviously similar topics. Just you know, one, right. one was just like, eh, do a favor for Jody. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, network. Yeah, take don't do it. See so this good. movie. See that movie. Yeah, network and or Dog Day Afternoon. If oh, you, yeah, if you haven't agree. seen either of those Both movies, of those. you cannot it's go good, wrong. It's a good double feature. Yeah. That's a good double. Feature. Get past the hairstyles and the <laughs> and, the, and the wide collars. <laughs> and I, I actually think they work because they're all, they're they're yeah they're period pieces at this point. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. It, it almost gives it man. A, that's um, weird. I guess they are aren't documentary they? style feel. It does, and, and, and especially because Sidney Lumet, he's got that kind of real kind of gritty street level type Absolutely. of filmmaking, yeah. especially on Dog Day. Uh, was that, did he yeah, write Serpico? I think he, I think did, he did do Serpico. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorites. Um, he did a lot of stuff. Like uh, he uh, he was Twelve Angry Men, right? That was mm-hmm. his first movie. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and oh you know, man, I just bought that on the Blu-ray Criterion edition. Ooh. Yeah. Not only do you get the, not only do you get that one, but you also get like the HBO. Oh, the, you do? I think it was yeah. Showtime with Jack Lemmon. Yeah, and you Tony get them both. Oh, yeah, yeah. Putting that in my cart. It's oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, let's see. Twelve Angry Men. George C. Scott. Uh, yeah. Long day's journey into night. Yeah, the he pawn, did Serpico. He the did Pawnbreaker. Yeah. Serpico is one of the best. One of the best cop movies ever made. Yes. Oh, I forgot he did Failsafe. Uh huh. That movie. Which one's that? Is that, that the, the Volta bomb movie? No, Failsafe was from '64. It oh. was basically Doctor Strangelove, but it wasn't a comedy. And, right. And it came out like three weeks after Strangelove, oh. and so everybody was like, 
they were laughing at it because it was so similar. Just it was a total coincidence. And if if that movie had come out beforehand, I think it would be oh, a, a much looked at much more well known film. What the hell was that Travolta bomb movie? I'm thinking of oh all of his movies. Never <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, one. I can't remember what the name of it is, but it was like Staying Alive. It was not <laughs> Staying Alive. No, where he's uh, like who's uh, talking Earth? now? What was that? Or Earth? Battlefield Earth? Battlefield Earth. Earth. Oh. What was I watching where they referenced that and it was just kind of like. I don't know, like, yeah. what happened there. Uh, John Schnabel, I'm calling him out on this podcast right now. He, when we were in high school. <laughs> he did the whiz? How did that happen? <laughs> when we were in high school, we, he, like, he picked two movies back to back, and it was Battlefield Earth and Mission to Mars. And we were both like, you're done. You don't get to pick movies anymore. You, you've Mission to Mars story. is superior to, I mean. I'm, I'm th- either one, they're bad movies. They're bad, but Mission to Mars at least. <laughs> I was like, no, you is, don't get to pick movies is, anymore. If it held up to Battlefield Earth, I'll put, I'll, I said Mission to Mars is like 2001. <laughs> yeah. That's, Come on. that's true. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Either way, you don't get to pick movies anymore. Yeah, no, you should. Sorry, you, buddy. you still have your movie picking <laughs> yeah, the privileges they're revoked. Yeah, they're revoked <laughs> for I mean. a period of time. That's fair. That's also fair. Serves you right. So I mean, you got a turd at a, at a less stinky turd. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, that second turd was way better. Oh. Yeah, oh. it was like the first turd needed Febreze, but the second turd <laughs> needed, needed Lysol and yeah. a match. I actually turned around and had to sniff the first turd just to get that <laughs> second turd out of my nose. And Tom, Sidney Lumet, one of his last movies was that movie you love, Find Me Guilty, with Peter Yeah, Dinklage that's a good movie. Yeah. And also, Before the Devil Knows Your Dad is pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, right. and, that, and that's got uh, a sex scene you don't know how to process because it's got Marissa Tomei, which yeah. you're like, hey, hey, hey. I'm but in. she is just getting a Railed by uh, Philip Seymour. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Well, that's yeah. weird. I mean, just <laughs> like yeah. like Oof. like Monsters Ball Rail. Worse. Oh, yeah. like so. she is. Yeah, like all right. Like yeah, they did it on screen. Like he's. He's fucking her like she owes him money. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Do your chicken noise. Yeah. I'm not doing it. That was awesome. <laughs> it was like, whew, yeah, yeah, that, you have that uh, ADR somewhere. Right? <laughs> no, I call Joe every time I need to edit, and he just does it on the fly. Hey, he doesn't lie. Hey, are you awake right now? No. Do a chicken noise. <laughs> there it is. That's the new one. <laughs> it's, the, it's like Dean Martin did the chicken noise. Hey, everybody. We're going to have a great hey, show. Have a good oh. show. Bacock. Bacock. Oh, so, well, thank you, Dan. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> so uh, I guess that's it for this episode. I guess uh, let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. This is Dan. You can find me on Twitter at DanGrady67, G-R-A-N-E-Y. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S 21. I'm Kevin Brackett. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And I am Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Uh, don't forget, uh, if you would like to continue the conversation online, you can find us at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. You can email us at Real Spoilers at ReviewSTL.com. Nobody has emailed us since the last episode. This I know. is shocking. <laughs> it's almost like we record these back to back. We have a website, too. We do have yeah. a website. I haven't mentioned that in a while. You can go to RealSpoilers.com. You could theoretically go to Dirty Pirate Hookers. It, but it seems to work now. Does, no errors. It's not so. blocking you? I think we got okay, it all cleared well, up. We can, we can try it again and see if it works now. <laughs> you can go to Dirty piratehookers.com and uh, and find all of our <laughs> wonderful past episodes. <laughs> so, uh, is there something else I should be pushing? iTunes. You can go there, rate and review and subscribe to us. It helps us a lot and we greatly appreciate it. And you can join our League of Show Sharers. So, I believe that's it for this week. Next week. Oh, man. 
Is it the nice guys? It's the nice guys. Yeah. Well, every week is kind of the nice That's guys. True. Yeah, it's a good with point. us here. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. yeah. But uh, unless yeah, you're talking w- about Jodie Foster's latest movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was nice. I could have said much worse. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but yeah, next week is nice guy. Shane Black oh, is yeah. is finally treated like an A lister. Yes, he thanks is. Thanks to Iron Man Black three. Is back. Hopefully, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if you know he's he's had a bite of this apple once before, and he gave us the last Boy Scout, and then it kind of all went. And oh, I was like, yeah. Ooh, watch I, your mouth. I, I love, love the last Boy Scout, Scout, but I don't. It wasn't a hit. No, and uh, some Bruce Willis cared. Yeah, it was. Yeah, maybe. So if I hit a guy with a surfboard, I say surfs up. Yeah, God, it was. I love the movie. That's so, a great movie. Anyway, so uh, nice guys is coming up next week. Week. Thanks for checking us out, and until next time, Murphy shoots Sal in the head. I am a man of constant sorrow. I've seen trouble all my Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Thank you.